Hello and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 119 I believe I am one of your hosts MC Fixer alongside the man behind our reviews Gary how are you sir glad to be back yeah so last week let's put it out there all right I want first of all if you're watching the video version if you see me get this water bottle that has a sock around it and put it on my face do not be alarmed my face is hurting because my teeth hurt Enough of that. Just so everyone's aware, all right? Just so everyone's aware. That's a life hack and a half, that. Last, uh, dude, I was using sweet corn and it wasn't going too well. I'll be honest with you. So, and the sweet corn, because I kept falling asleep and putting the sweet corn on the side, so then it started to smell and I'm like, yo, that's got to go. So I was like, water bottle, stick a sock around it, boom. Sorted. I know what I'm doing. I remember that. I'm a professional when it comes to toothache, apparently. Um, Last week's scheduling. I apologize, Gary. It was all my fault. Uh, we would we were ready to go Friday morning, uh, ten o'clock. We were set. We were ready to do this, and then things just sort of fell apart on top of me because of my nan and stuff like that. Update though, my nan is out of hospital officially, so very happy about that. And things should be going back to a nice new ordinary routine very very soon. It's good news, man. It's good news. Thank you. In other news, my tooth is coming out on Monday, so I'll probably be out of action for about a week. No, no, you have to, you have to stream when you get home. I don't want and the, to. And the, you know, the the drugs are still going through. Uh, yeah, trust <laughs> me, trust me. Um, how you been, dude? It's been like a whole whole week, literally like a whole week since we spoke, really. So how are you? I know, man. Like, I find it weird when we don't have our weekly sit downs. I know. No, um, no. I mean, I'm good. You know, Valentine's Day happened. I had a nice meal. Nice. So a good nice. film. What'd you um, say? What'd you say? What'd you say? Black Panther. Oh, okay. okay it was, yeah, it no was spoilers. Awesome. See, That's I'm it. not interested. I'm really, I don't care about it, so I can't wait to go see it. I think we're going to see it this weekend. I mean that's that's me saying that that's for me like I haven't really been digging Marvel movies for a while like I've just been like less interested in them but I went to see Black Panther because it was either that or Fifty Shades. Oh no no no, um, no no! And it was it was I really enjoyed it so. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I um we ended up we don't really do Valentine's Day because our anniversary is like three days before I believe oh. or maybe it's a week before. I'm looking at Hayley Hayes now looking at me with a really smug face. Um, whenever it is. Um, and so I just decided, you know what? Well, we'll uh, my face was hurting. I just finished streaming. So like we're laying in bed and we watched uh, some film on Netflix. What, do you remember what it's called? No, she doesn't remember what it's called either. She's not very good. Poor co-host. Um, she's not even meant to be on this show. Uh, yeah, so that's goals. all I did. But I hope happy Valentine's Day to everybody. If you didn't have a Valentine, then don't worry about it. It's not important. Trust me. Trust me. Just expensive. Well, I didn't even do presents this year, luckily. But I did get Haley a present for our anniversary. So, and I won. I finally won, Gary. I you finally won. won. Cause wow. She wasn't expecting a present, but she got me chocolates. But I got her a nice necklace. So, I won. All right. I'd high five you, but internet, you know, it's like, you know, I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but we're here about games. This is my Xbox and me. Your weekly Xbox podcast uh you can find us everywhere youtube.com slash my xbox and me uh you can find us on itunes you can find us on soundcloud you can find us on google play um if you haven't already please do me a favor go and review the podcast on any of the platforms that you listen to mainly itunes i'll be honest with you so we can get this chart in a little bit higher get the numbers a bit higher if you're watching right now pause it 
go and share it. I beg of you. We are trying to get the shares out there to the best of our ability. It's something I definitely struggle with with the promotion side of things. Um, is getting it out there to people. It's something I need to get better at. I want this community to grow, 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 grow. So please, if you can share it, you're probably thinking to yourself, none of my friends are going to watch it. Trust me. Someone will click it. I promise you. And that one person may lead to another person that may lead to another person. I promise you. Just give me a, give me the share, I promise. Um, other than that, other housekeeping. Um, I'm going to throw... I'm gonna, what? 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 Pa Patreon. No, we'll get to that. Forget... Patreon.com slash MCFix is what keeps the lights on. You can support... Get this show early for $3. The audio video version is 4 Blah, 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 blah. Also, you'll hear from Mike Lynch in a bit. Other housekeeping, though, the one I'm going to spring on Gary right now that I hope he's going to go along with, but we'll see. On the 28th... No, I lied. The 23rd... Next Friday... What are you doing? Right now, I'm furiously checking my uh, availability. Well, I'm going to put it out there, and we'll see. On the 23rd, we are doing a My Xbox and Me community game night. Look, it's, it will be with the one and only PUBG. I know tons of people that have PUBG. The idea is, this is the idea that I'm having. If Gary's available, what we do is we have two sets of teams set up. So that's eight people we can have. Well, minus us, so, you know, six people. Um... Get Gary to stream, and I'll stream at the same time. We'll start off together, then we'll split off into two groups, then we'll mix the groups, but we'll all do it in one Discord channel. So if we do it in my Discord channel, you've got the live channel, which can be one team, and the chill channel that can be the other. We can swap and change, talk in chats, and everything. So, if we're able to do that, perfect. If not, head over to my stream, or Gary's stream, whoever's live at the time, um, and just go support the person who is hosting the community game night. People keep saying they want them, I'm giving you a week's notice. Friday. PUBG, my Xbox and me community game night. I really want the people who don't usually play with us to play. Like, I know we've got our we've got our our, our usuals, our, stu our our Xbox stews, our Mr. Moody's, our Foxes, but I really want the Tonys. I really want the um the Danonis. I really want the the not so regular people that don't play on the weekly base to come in and play. So I really do hope people get involved. Um other than that. That, that'll do for now, Gary. That'll do for enough promo. What's been in your box, dude? What have you been playing? A, a lot for a change. Oh, yeah. um, a fair few things. Um, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Should we start start there? Let's start with Kingdom Come Deliverance. I saw you streaming it live on uh, twitch.tv slash words about games. And I literally just one-lined you, uh, what do you think? And you said, not very good fix. And I was like, <laughs> time for me to leave. Yes. Um, talk to me. What's it like? like I've, what, I've got the game. Like this? Just never played no. it. Just, I've um, just never played it. Like I've only played to, to caveat. I've only played like the first three or four hours of the game. Mm -hmm. so it was literally because it came out like the day before Valentine's Day. I didn't have time, um, and it's really boring. It's really boring. You spend sort of an hour to an hour and a half in a starting area. Mm -hmm. um, you're doing just like really pointless stuff, like errands, literally errands. Yeah. Um, and then something happens, and then there's a thing, there's a chase, and then you get to the next place. What, and it just it never grabbed me. I was never interested in the story of what was happening, the characters that I was interacting with, uh, mostly because the thing that happens is so ridiculously obvious that it's going to happen. Got ya. That the entire time I was just like, I, don't, I just I just want to get the next bit. Yeah. Um, and I've just just to say got out into the open world now, so 
next week when we do the next podcast i'll probably be able to talk about the actual meat of the game because it is an open world rpg so have you done the combat yet have you had to fight anyone yet I've done a little bit of combat. There's not very much combat in the uh, in the first few hours, um, but I did get into a couple of fist fights. Um, like you basically, I fight this one guy in like two different fights. The first time it was just me, um, and I'm th- I don't know whether I'm missing something, but the combat is seems pretty pretty poor. I've heard um, I've heard bad things about the combat. Yeah. It, like it was just a fist fight, so there's no weapons involved. Um, yeah. But I, I sort of I couldn't figure out how to do it. Every time I was taking a swing at the guy. He was grabbing my arm and doing like a reversal thing and kneeing me in the face. So I was like, I went into the the help thing because it doesn't really do a tutorial so much as it just gives you like all the information yeah. and then says, get on with it. So I went into that, see if I missed something. Um, and it was like, it was giving me all this stuff. And there was one thing it was saying like, oh, if, cause you can target different, like you Areas. can target up, down, yeah. left, right. Um, and in the middle, there was apparently supposed to be a shield. And when the shield goes green, if you hit block, that's a perfect block. And you can parry and then attack them back. There was no shield. <laughs> so I was I was getting frustrated with that. The second time I fought him, I fought him with other people. So there was like, I had like NPC characters helping me out. Got ya. And basically, the the guy who I was fighting targeted me 100%. So I just sort of stood there and held my fists up to block and everybody else just punched him. And he refused to target anyone else anybody else mm, that yeah. sounds bad that sounds bad i've heard it's it's it, my game's here a boy and i spoke to him yesterday so now what do you think he was like it's not what he was expecting um it's double a not triple a oh 100 percent. it's not a triple a game at all i yeah. think it was kickstarted uh, yeah it was kickstarted yeah yeah um i one of the guys in my chat um said was saying like it seems like they've bitten off more than they could chew uh, the developers, and I think that might be accurate because there's a lot about it which isn't great. Mm, that's sad. That's sad. Hopefully, your opinion changes. Um, yeah. We're only four hours in. It probably hopefully. Won't, but... yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope they fix some of the glitches because there's a lot of glitches in the game. The problem is, you know what it is? I want us to get to a point where there's a lot of glitches in Fallout, and there's a lot of glitches in Skyrim, there's a lot of glitches in even in Witcher. There's some glitches. And I don't yeah. want it to, I'm sick of getting to the, I don't want to get to the point where it's like, well, there has to be glitches. The game's so big. There's mm. got to come a time where that's not the excuse anymore. It's a near perfect game. And 100%. I, get, I get what you're saying with the, um, they maybe they've pulled off uh, more than they could chew. Bit off more than they could chew. Pulled off, Jesus. Because um, I have to pull my food at the moment because my teeth can't fight. Of course, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I've been uh, moving them. I played, uh, you saw me playing, uh, I played Faye. Fee, 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 F E by fool from uh, Zoink Games, um, published by EA. It was that the game they showed at the last EA Play event, I believe. Oh no, it wasn't. It was the one I was actually at live. Um, they announced it there. They showed it off again. It's the the Ori and the Blind Forest looking type game. Um, I didn't know much about the game going in. I just knew that I liked the art style. I liked what I saw. Um, so I hit up Zoink Games, who are, I've got a friend who works their PR team, Michael. Um, I was like, yo, can I get a code? And he was like, yeah, cool. So I got a code, literally played it this morning, played an hour. And I like what I've played. I like yeah. it to a certain degree. The problem I have with it so far, like I said, only an hour in very, very early impressions. Um, and I don't know if I'll go back. Is I'm already stuck. 
<laughs> I've already got to a point in the game where I am stuck and I don't know what to do. Um, where I don't think it's really a spoiler, but what happens is you actually sing. The whole point of the game is singing. You sing to these these mythical creatures, and they then help you along your adventure type situation. And I feel like I feel from the first time. I feel like the game is going to be very much you tracking back on yourself with your new abilities to then go collect other things and yada 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 yada. I've got to a point where I have to go into this cave and there's this huge monster that has a gem, and I can't seem to figure out what i have to do to get the gem from this monster and i stood there for about 20 minutes trying to figure it out and the problem is 20 minutes is too long for me i'm not don't get me wrong i'm not really into puzzles i'm not into stealth this is very stealth the the, the part i was on was stealth um definitely a puzzle there so maybe not my type of game to be honest with you but the art style drilled me in, which the art is beautiful. Um, it is very cute. It is very interesting. I just don't know if I'm willing to go back to try and get over the part I was stuck with. And that's the problem with games. If you do that early in a game, then you're not really going to get me personally back in. Um, an hour is enough for me to decide whether it's good or bad. I don't think the game is bad, but being stuck that early on doesn't make me want to go back and play anymore, if I'm honest. Fair enough. Fair but enough. Yeah. I haven't got it yet, so I did reach out. I am waiting for uh, a message back. <laughs> um, apart from that, what else have I been playing? More, oh, dude. I'm back in that siege. I'm back in I siege saw. like a. Yeah. I'm back in siege like a monster, bro. I am so in. If you want to play with me, XOB Fixer uh, on Xbox. Whew, I am kicking ass right now. I am in the top two nearly every single game. Yesterday, me, Xbox Stu, uh, Mr. Moody, uh, Foxes, and I think Largeless played with us. Um, we were on like a five-game win streak. I was just kicking ass, dude. I am back at being good at Siege, and I'm so happy about it. That's what happens <laughs> when you take a break, right? You're coming back and you just... See, I'm opposite with Siege. Siege is, if I carry on playing, I get good. Where... When I stop playing Siege, I'm bad. But I've come back. I'm using my Elite controller. Everything is just going right. The one thing I need to remind everyone is this free weekend this weekend, right? So what that also tells me is there's a lot of noobs. So maybe I think I'm good, but I'm not. <laughs> but you just run against people who haven't played it before. Very you know, well, where yeah. Coming from. See where you're coming from. Exactly. Um, anything else you've been playing? Uh, yeah, I've been playing a few things. Um, I've been playing God Chronicles of Nyanya. Nyanya, yes. Which is the, yes, the yes. one you gave me. Um, I've played a couple hours of that. I haven't touched it any good. Um, interesting. Uh, okay. It's an RPG maker game, so it's made specifically an RPG maker. So, um, very very sort of standard RPG as far as sort of the combat and the gameplay goes. Uh-huh. But obviously, you know, everything's cats and. Um, where it's not a pun, it's it's like a send up of one thing or another. Like there's a part where you uh you take on a new name and you are Kataye oh, of okay. the the Cat Assassins Order. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, right, it's right. it's amusing um, in places. Um, I'm I'm not sure how good it is yet because obviously with an RPG you want to give it a few hours, but yeah. Um, it's fine for now. Um, there hasn't really been a challenge to it. Um, but. I'll keep plugging away at it for sure. Um, since you gave me the game, <laughs> is it worth well, yeah, I just reached out from behalf of my Xbox and made to the dev, and they sent me some codes. They gave me, they gave me like four codes, 
Um, oh. So I might have one in the in the lock off for somebody out there listening. Uh, email in. I'll see if I what I can do. Um, did you? Is it worth playing? I've got it. I've not started it. I'm, I am trying to make a more conscious effort to play more. I was, I was saying to Hayley, I'm trying to play more smaller games. Not necessarily non-AAA games, but just games yeah. that I miss. Like, obviously, Fee and stuff like yeah. that. Um, is it worth playing? Um, give it a shot. You, know, you never know. Um, okay. The intro lasts about 30 minutes. It's not the best, but once you get past that, um, it, it's worth a shot to see if you like that kind of game or not. Fair enough. Um, been playing some more Monster Hunter. Yeah. Uh, your review is up on the My Xbox and Me YouTube channel. Hell yeah. uh, very great review. Go check it out if you haven't already. Um, just for a, 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 a quick synopsis of people, where did you come down on it in the end? Excellent game. I absolutely loved it. 100%. Um, I, the multiplayer one, I did try it. Cause I remember we talked about it a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah, I fell down in the same place where it was just like, this is just stupid. doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um, but for the most part, I was playing it by myself anyway. And really, really loved just about everything about it. See, I'm the opposite to where it comes to playing by myself. Playing that game by myself, I want to tear my eyeballs out. <laughs> and it is just frustrating and annoying. Playing with others, it's a ton of fun. Oh, yeah, but, 100%. But playing it by myself, I do not find that game fun at all. So, I'm still playing it. Um, I was talking to Stu today, and uh, I think we both agreed that we're about, I think we're both like 30 hours in. Um, something like that and I'm like I think I'm done I feel like I've just got to the probably the, the, the good part of the game though in my luck um, the high rank monsters mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't want to I'm done I'm good I'm really don't okay which is which is a shame but it is very much so grind after grind after grind after grind after grind yeah which, you have to again, be in for the grind yeah, yeah if you like those type of games amazing but for me i need a little bit more substance a little bit different like i enjoy it the first time and i enjoy it the fifth time but then the tenth time i'm like okay i get it i get it. um but yeah that's for me uh that is that what else i feel like i'm missing something that i've been playing that i've missed mm. PUBG probably oh yeah PUBG. i played a little bit more PUBG, of course, of course. um not a ton of hours, though. I've sort of slowed up on the PUBG um, front due to... I think it's more due to my Twitch chat just being like, can you play something else? Like, <laughs> um, I'm like, yeah, I guess. They're like, I thought you liked watching PUBG. And they're like, we do, but that's all you play. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you're right. But now I'm doing the same with Siege. It's like, crap. I think... I don't want to admit, because this hurts me to admit. I might have to actually take proper BO's advice and do a community calendar of what it is I'm playing on stream Uh. each day, like, for the week. Because it's so hard not to just... Like, Siege, now all I want to do is play Siege. But I've been told already, like, you should try Kingdom Comes Living. I'm like, yeah, but Siege. Yeah, but Siege. But but I've got Siege. Even I have that problem. It's like, I spent on my Twitch Twitch channel specifically to, to play, like, to like do first impressions and stuff mm-hmm. and play like new games as they were coming out but obviously in between then because there's not new games coming out every day sometimes i'll play PUBG and sometimes i'll play overwatch and like i've started playing overwatch with a full team of people including a uh, shout out to foxes um team tank but it's like it, it is just such a thing of like i can't like i don't know if i can be bothered to, to put myself through a new game i could just play overwatch it's so easy to do it's that junk food mentality for me yeah. it's the same with like fifa and PUBG and siege and um 
there's other games that I cycle in and out that I just play constantly, constantly, constantly. It takes up the mindshare, mindshare, mindshare. And then that's what happened to me last year. And I ended up missing so many great games just because, well, there's Siege. And Siege has got this year free support coming. And I need yeah. to grind out so I can have enough money to buy the characters. And I need to play the new operators because I need to know what's going on. And then it's the same, I'm sure, the same for you with Overwatch. I know they do like seasonal events and they've got the new rank system. And yeah, that well, stuff, so. that's what we're doing. We're like prepping for the next competitive See, season same. to. Exactly yeah. the same. It's like, damn, these game of service games really are are grabbing me, and I'm like, but I'm missing out on such great experiences, which is annoying. It's like South Park. I haven't finished South Park. It's like I need to go back. I finished the story, but there's a ton of side stuff I need to do. I've bought. I've got the Witcher DLC. I've got the Fallout 4 DLC. I've got. There is so much stuff out there that I need to get to that I'm just never going to get to. I feel like it's really annoying. Yeah, just start reviewing games. You start finding that you get nope. to nope, get nope. to That's them eventually. What part of man behind the reviews did you not understand hey, in just, your name? I'm just offering some suggestions. No, bro. I'm you, good. you do what you do. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> did you see? Ah, oh, you're not in the there's a U, the the IGN UK uh, group. Um, someone posted. I forgot who posted that. It was a, a review of an iron, and it was like. It was something along the lines of what the blood clot this and did 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 that and this iron is this that I was like that's me reviewing games like I'll just be like this game terrible why textures bad this sand rubbish I just I just don't have it in me I'm sorry hey I mean those kind of reviews you know you never know you might get some viral hits on your hands well tell me about let's talk about the Daisy video I put up real quickly have you seen the numbers on that I haven't seen the numbers like 500 views I'm like why. I was just, it was just me saying no one cares, and then there's a ton of people in the YouTube comments saying, yes, we do care. And I'm like, <laughs> clearly you care, but I was I was trying to... But all right, that, cool. None that wasn't what I meant, guys. Come yeah, on. I just titled it that way. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, let's get into the topic of the show, Gary. Topic okay, of the show. And this week, we are talking about Gears of War. Franchise or number five? Which one is it? Uh, Splash Damage appears to be working on Gears of War 5's campaign in addition to multiplayer. So for those who are not aware, uh, Splash Damage did some work on Gears of War 4's uh, multiplayer. Um, but there has been a ton of job listings uh, up on Splash Damage's website uh, for R and uh, executive producers. And the, this is what's led to the rumours um, and speculation about them working on the Gears of War 5 uh, multiplayer and the campaign and the reason they say the campaign is because notably in the job listings it says uh for and i'll read it to you real quick um the job listings they've got is associate art director for gears of war franchise a cinematic artist for gears of war franchise a cinematic environment artist cinematic lead uh lead technical artist lighting artist senior concept artist senior environment artist senior technical artist and storyboard artist now, what people are thinking is those jobs wouldn't be for a multiplayer, uh, no. surely. Um, but no. then there's rumours now swerving around the internet. Again, this is all rumours, speculation, um, which is that maybe, just maybe, they are adding a story, cinematic type thing to the Gears of War 4 multiplayer, Gears of War 5 multiplayer, um, instead of it being its them working on the campaign maybe or that they're working on a whole new franchise because this doesn't say gears of war 5 this is gears of war franchise so like a spin-off 
so this is this is what I wanted to ask you. Do you think it's Splash Damage working on Gears of War Five? We know the correlation that is their job is Gears of War. Um, do you think that they're working on Gears of War Five with Splash Damage and correlation, or do you think maybe Splash Damage could be working on a spin-off type Gears of War game? Maybe we've been, there's been jokes about obviously a Halo Wars. Um, type Gears of War game, which I, you you laugh, but you're not the only person who's t- said it. Tons of people say that. Um, or a different type of Gears of War game out there, what do you reckon? Um, I'd be interested in a different type of Gears of War game. That's not to say I'm uninterested in Gears of War 5, but of course. Like, something in a different genre, but in the Gears of War franchise would be pretty cool. But um, as far as I'm aware, like Splash Damage made uh, that PC, online PC shooter, Dirty Bomb. Okay. Um, which I've never actually played, but people have said it's pretty good. Um, so third-person online multiplayer is kind of in their wheelhouse. Um, but then you're right, you don't hire a storyboard artist for a multiplayer game. So Or a lot of these other jobs, like the obviously the cinematic environment artist, cinematic mm. artist. It's, there's that, and then also to go on, the, they've said they put up some executive producing jobs, uh, which was the executive producer of the Gears of War franchise, um it sounds like they're building a whole team um <laughs> almost it's definitely a it's an interesting one um the quote we got here or the 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 job underneath the executive producers is are you excited to work on one of the best known love game franchises in the last 10 years are you an energetic passionate uh, professional who thrives in a fast-paced, low-management environment. Do you like leading a passionate team of professionals and pushing them to exceed expectations? If yes, these questions, then Splash Damage is your next career move. We are looking for a high-impact professional lead to lead a large team of developers to deliver the next AAA hit. It sounds like a new game. Yeah, personally, but I think that's wishful thinking. It sounds like that they're taking the lead on whatever it is. So, um, I I don't see them taking the lead on Gears of War Five. The, the rumors were that the correlation were helping out with uh, Perfect Dark. Yeah. So that makes sense on them helping out, but I still think Gears Five is the correlations. They just started that new se- the new franchise. Really, it's a re a reboot in the world with these brand new characters. I don't see them passing that off to somebody else to play with, honestly. And I like the idea of another Gears of War game that is not a third person cover based shooter. Um, but that being said, what is it you would want to see from Gears of War though? I don't know, man. Like, I only got into Gears of War, really, with the fourth one. Oh, wow. Um, That's interesting. I didn't know that. So, have I picked up the trilogy at the end of the last generation? Um, so, have you played them all? Yeah, I've played them all. Um, well, I wasn't a big fan of the first one, so I put off playing the second one and the third one. Um, but that was because I played it so long after it came out, it just felt really clunky. Clunky, um, yeah. As opposed to me, like, disliking the game in any way. But the second and third ones I enjoyed, but it was the fourth one was where I was really like, yeah, I really fucking really love this game interesting that is um, interesting yeah so I'm weird where it comes to Gears of War um, I mean just I think it's probably because you missed that that I, Gears of War was the second game I played online on Xbox Live and I remember that being like I didn't play I didn't ever play um, oh god Unreal Tournament or um, Quake or uh, Doom 
Like, I played Doom on the PS1, but not the, like, a multiplayer version of Doom. Yeah. And I remember it being the, the map and the weapons in the set points. And when I remember, I remember playing it downstairs on, like, my gigantic brick TV and just playing my mum being like, can you just shut up? And I had my Xbox 360 mic and I'm screaming, like, control the, the boom shot, control the boom shot. I remember this guy was giving me so much grief with the boom shot um, on the gridlock map. He was like, let me have it, let me have it, let me have it, let me have it. And I was just like, no, 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 no. I got it finally, and I killed two, I killed a guy, I killed a team of three, all stood next to each other with the boom shot. And the guy just went, all right, you can have it. And I was just like, yeah. Like <laughs> you damn problem. right I can. <laughs> so I do have some really good memories with Gears of War 1 and 2, 1 and 2 especially, uh, 2 because of wingman mode and 3 because of wingman mode. But um Gears of War multiplayer was so amazing, which is why it's so upsetting how they dropped the ball with Gears of War 4's multiplayer. Story-wise, amazing. Multiplayer-wise, not very good. I barely played the multiplayer. Um... Just because they they ruined it with the whole token system. Like, it was so microtransaction. Like, oh, buy this loot box. I'm like, no. No, I'm good. I'm out. Yeah, like, I paid eighty pounds for this game to get it three days early and have all the maps, and then you gave all the maps away for free anyway. Like what? Yeah, I seem to do yeah. this with franchise, long run franchises, getting in at the wrong moment. Mm-hmm. I remember um, when I've got a play because I didn't have a PlayStation Three. I got a PlayStation Four, and everybody had been going on about how amazing Killzone multiplayer was. <laughs> so I played my first Killzone game on PS Four, and it was like it wasn't very good. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that so sucks. I have this happen, but the I think like spinoff is probably where it's at with this splash damage thing. I would have thought. So, what would you actually like to see though? What I don't know. Not Gears of War Wars. Not uh, Gears of War Wars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of strategy games anyway. But yeah, me either. I have absolutely no idea because like, what could you turn Gears of War into? Like, I don't know. I don't have the. I do not have the the uh, creativity in me. To think about it, I'm like, Gears of War is a third-person shooter. That's a first-person cover-based shooter. Um, could, could you do an RPG-style thing, maybe? Not necessarily a hardcore RPG, but maybe a, like a Mass Effect-style thing, light, light RPG. That'd be cool. That'd be yeah. really cool. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that is, that's that's where we're at for topic of the show this week, guys. Uh, let me know what you guys would want to see. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Where would you like to see the Gears of War franchise spin off to? Um, would you like a, a, a first person game? Would you like what, obviously, Gears of War, Halo Wars type situation strategy? Or, um, like Gary said, a lighthearted RPG Gears of War game? Is that something you'd be interested in? Let me know. Like I say, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let's hear from my boy Mike Lynch, and he says, Yo, 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 what is going on, guys? Your boy Mike Lynch here. Uh, be sure to go check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mike Lynch. Uh, he is putting up some brand new vlogs. If you've not seen the one in Chicago, it's all snowing in Chicago, which is pretty interesting because I'm from the UK, and I don't know what Chicago looks like. Funny enough, it looks just like London. I'll be honest with you, what I saw. <laughs> um, so I'm not that impressed. But good video, Mike, and I appreciate you. Uh, keep doing your thing. Also, he's trying to get Twitch affiliated. So be sure to head over to his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch Streams. Uh, Gary, should we get into the news? Yeah, let's do it. Go on then, you take the first one. I've missed you, you can have it. Huh. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance has sold around half a million copies. 
Kingdom Come Deliverance was finally released this week for both PC and consoles and has managed to sell around 500,000 copies already. In an interview with Czech TV game developer David Dan- Daniel. Daniel Daniel Fafra. Jesus Cross. Uh, Cross Jesus. Uh, said the game would reach the milestone today. It's already sold over 100,000 copies at retail and 300,000 on Steam when its player count peaked at almost 75,000 yesterday. According to Steam Spy, Kingdom Come Deliverance is also the top selling game on Steam right now. Uh, for our... F- whatever. Um... You obviously played the game. I have the game. I will get to it. I'm going to probably try it after this podcast, honestly. Um, cool. I'd be interested to hear what you think of it. Like, like I say, I wasn't interested in the first place. Um, my whole thing, I've, I haven't really done any research on it. It was, it was a case of, my game sharer said, it's Skyrim, but in medieval times. And I was like, yeah. I don't really care about Skyrim, and I don't really care about medieval times. So I've actually really learned that I need to get into something, Gary. Which I'd like again, my Just Xbox to me podcast though. at gmail.com. I need something other than Resident Evil and Metal Gear Solid. And even Metal Gear Solid, I've not played all the Re- Metal Gear, so I'm a fake fan there. Like, two's amazing, and I played one, which is amazing. But I'm not really into anything anymore. Or am I into something, and I just don't think I'm into something? Siege? <laughs> of PUBG. course I'm into Siege. I've noticed that I'm a shooter guy all of a sudden. I never knew I was a shooter guy, and I kind of am. 100%. Yeah, definitely. But, but do you know when you don't really look at yourself as a shoot? Like, if someone said to me, what type of games do you like? I would never go, oh, I'm into into third-person, first-person shooters. Yeah. That would not be where I went with my brain. I'd be like, oh, look, I really like story-driven games. But that's I'm 100%. Bullshit. Yeah, I always just like, do the thing of, like, because I'm quite bad at stealth games. So, like, for years, I was always like, I don't like stealth games. And then someone pointed out, but you keep playing them and you keep really enjoying them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Yeah. I do. Maybe I do actually like stealth games. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a weird one. I'd, I'd love for people to suggest suggest something I can get into um, at an early stage. Like, I don't care if it's even not Xbox related. I just love... This is just a personal thing for me, honestly. Um, have you played like, Overwatch people, yet? I have. I've played Overwatch once. Uh... But that, again, that's a shooter. Fair enough. Like that's, a shooter. that's a shooter. That's a that's a shooter. Then it I'm sounds like it'd be right up your alley. It... <laughs> I'm not playing Overwatch. I can promise you that. Too many people play Overwatch that around me. You play it. Chris plays it. I might like, no. Do me a favor, guys. The... My my Xbox and me at gmail dot com. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail dot com. I saw the look. Every everybody email and tell Fix he needs to play Overwatch. Okay. Um, yeah, I need to just figure it out. I really do. Um, but yeah, this is this is this is good news for Kingdom Come Deliverance. Obviously, a Kickstarter game, uh, five hundred thousand copies is nothing to sneeze at. So congratulations to them. Uh, next pieces of news are all about Sea of Thieves, Gary. So I've taken little bits of quotes here and there, tried to dumb them down a little bit. Um, Eurogamer have done a fantastic piece. Um, on Sea of Thieves that you should all go check out if you want like super nerdy in-depth Sea of Thieves knowledge and stuff but the first piece here is Sea of Thieves stress test happening this month Uh, Sea of Thieves will be getting a few stress tests this month leading up to the game's launch in March 20th Um, Rare has announced the first of the scale tests beginning February 16th that is today at UK time 8pm 
Also, you have it February 18th at uh, 8 p.m. again. Uh, insiders and closed beta participants can partake in the stress test, which Rare will use to get feedback on the game service capabilities and identify areas for improvement ahead of launch. Um, Rare has also promised there will be another beta out before the game comes out. Gary. Fix. Do you think they are doing the wrong thing by keep pushing this out for people before the game's out? No. I think that's probably related to uh, the story from Eurogamer, of all the stuff that they basically held back from the beta. So, have you read all the stuff they held back? Yeah, I was reading a lot reading a lot of it. Um, okay, well, carry on. Let's carry on real quick, and then we'll, we'll get into our full thoughts of it all then uh sea of thieves will add microtransactions around three months after release hate to say i told you so guys uh sea of thieves will launch without microtransactions but will add them in its first major content update planned for around three months after release but there will uh but they'll be for cosmetic rewards only and won't feature loot boxes during their visit to rare executive producer joe nate who i've met told igm quote our focus at launch is on a great game experience. When we deliver this first major update, when sorry, that's when we'll turn on the ability for players to spend money optional. We thought we we thought long and hard about what was the right what was right for our game experience. The key thing we think is that it has to add to the fun social nar- uh, nature of the game. So anything in this area will not impact power or progression, and you'll always know what you're getting. So that means no loot boxes. Yeah. Jim Sterling did a great piece on this as well, uh, talking about how he <laughs> how he doesn't really give a crap that Rare isn't uh, doing loot boxes, yeah. and he still thinks it's quite a negative thing that there's even microtransactions in the game. And the fact that people are celebrating... Um, non loot boxes, but microtransactions is a uh, a telling for where we're at in the gaming industry. Um, where do you come down on it all? What do you make of this 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 microtransaction thing? We said this was going to happen, especially with the announcement of Game Pass. It had to happen. Uh, what do you think? Um, yeah, I agree with you and Jim Sterling. I guess um, as far as like loot boxes go, it's like yeah, you're not doing loot boxes. Okay, like good definitely good but i'm not (laughs) celebrating the fact that you're not doing loot boxes like because that shouldn't be a thing that people should be celebrating but the the microtransactions themselves fair enough i've never been a like automatically against microtransactions in games unless they take the piss and obviously it's hard to tell if they're going to take the piss until i know what they are Mm -hmm. well the, the 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 thing they've gone out and said is that You'll be able to buy pets is going to be the first thing they add uh, to Sea of Thieves. So like a monkey in the shoulder or something of that nature or a cat or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, this is a hard one for me. I totally agree with Jim where I don't think this should be celebrated. The fact that um, there are no micro transactions uh, there are no, sorry, loot boxes in the game. There are microtransactions. That being said, they have to do this to keep the game alive, even more so now due to Game Pass. Um, and I think it's going to get people like myself to actually put a little bit of money into this. Let's be realistic. Just I know I'm definitely out of the ordinary, but I've got 
tons of Game Pass codes, I'm good, yeah? So, at least now, I will buy one of these pets to support the game. Because if I didn't, I, I'd feel bad in myself. But there are going to be the people that buy the cat, the monkey, the dog, the, the snake, the, 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 the. Yeah. And then that's where the problems start to lie when you're spending more money on this game than you would a normal game, I say. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, to, for me, it's because I'm only spending eight quid a month until the next game comes out on this game and only this game, really. Um, then, like, I'll if I see something in the store, the cosmetics store, and I go and it's a couple, of, it's like a few quid, and let's say it's like a really cool line, a monkey, I'm like, oh, I'll buy it. Why not? I, I haven't spent 40, 50 quid on the game. I'll exactly. buy that monkey. That'll be cool. So, but do you think then it becomes, once it's not pets and it is other cosmetic items which again the thing i'm worried about with this is and we're going to get into it a little bit more let me keep reading actually before we start diving super in apologies uh cfe's uh sorry let me move this over here cfe's design uh director discusses the kraken boss battle and beyond Mike Chapman, design director on Sea of Thieves. Uh, the Kraken will 100% be there for launch. It's a random world encounter. Deliberating, uh, deliberately so. The Kraken is a thing of myth, and long story short, there's going to be a Kraken coming in the game at launch. It is randomly generated. It's like a boss battle for everyone to get into together and try to take down. Um, again, Eurogamers does such a great job of explaining this and they have a video up of it, so go check that out. Um, the last part of this is uh, about the, the, the progression system, which is something that I was was and still am super worried about. Um, the most exciting mechanics for me, uh, this is from Eurogamer's story actually, the most exciting uh, mechanics to me uh, with the end game of CFEs has progression, but unlike some well- uh, a lot of games it does not have a experience points nor does it have a stat based loot progression revolves around increasing reputation with free trading companies uh the souls of the order of souls the gold hoarder and the uh merchant Mer- merchant alliance. Merchant alliance sorry uh complete quests for factions and you'll increase your reputation with each as you level up your reputation you will unlock the opportunity to buy promotions with that trading in uh trading company you can display the promotion under your gamer tag each promotion will give you access to a new set of voyages and cosmetic items that reflect your job uh, your new title and when you hit a certain level of reputation the end game kicks in so i, I broke it down yeah so ultimately the goal of CFE is become the pirate legend. As you play, you'll bump into mysterious groups of NPCs who, if you uh, prove yourself to them, you will go on to become a pirate legend. Uh, at the end game uh, progression, you'll discover a secret which gives you a quest to do certain things in certain places. Uh, Rare won't say what, blah, 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 blah. The up uh, shot is you become a pirate legend and gain a key that opens the door to a hidden area in the world. This area, by the way, was in the closed beta, but no one discovered it. What's cool about these legendary voyages is only one person in the crew needs to have one for all of the players to take part and earn the reward. I do think that is quite cool. Uh, a pirate legend also gains access to more elaborate outfits. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let's stop right there. Because that was a lot of fix on this here from Gary. Uh-oh. Personally... 
the progression system is exactly what I didn't want. Which was, cool, we have three different merchants that will give us three different types of missions, I'm guessing. And you're going to grind through those three different types of missions to become the pirate legend. And the end of the game, you are just getting gold or whatever the rep to change your outfit. That's it. Am I reading this wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, it's one of those things I think I need to play to wrap my head around probably. But you, you are kind of right. I, I, from what I'm reading and everything that I've read so far, um, there's different... Like, there's more than just go to a place and find the X, where the X is pointing and dig up the treasure chest, which is good because yes. that was one of the things we were both worried about 100%. <clears throat> coming out of the last beta. Um, I remember reading about skull forts um yeah. that you can assault and there's other things to get and there's more different types of food and then there's different animals and like one of them even one of the uh what are they called the traders the the guys you get the quests from like yeah. get you to transport animals and which apparently has its own separate Pain problems yeah. yeah i'm sure um so it, it all sounds really interesting but it, it all sounds like something i need to play to decide whether it's any good or not but to me it's always going to be about getting together with my friends and playing the game 100 percent. my problem is i need that carrot at the end of the stick of oh my god this mission is so fun oh my god we had so much fun oh my god this was so funny ha 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 ha, ha. what do i have to show from that a new piece of clothing because <laughs> i get what they're going for I totally get what they're going for, which is the reward in the game is you're playing the game. Yeah. The reward is having the fun moments. The, but I don't think that's enough for me, which that probably sounds really crazy to some people. But to me personally, I like getting new loot. I like getting a new gun that's a little bit, tiny bit better than my gun. And then I redo it and I redo it. And there's that carrot at the end of the stick or the new helmet or the new this or the new that. But changing my clothes doesn't have that appeal to me or especially when in all this be realistic when when they get the major updates in with this microtransaction stuff the major cool stuff is going to be the stuff you have to pay for with real money anyway probably more than likely i could be wrong there don't get me wrong i just I, don't know i really am worried i really am worried i mean the only thing i would say to like actual loot so like because he even said it in the in the video uh, the video oh, they even said it in the article there about it. it's not going to have stat based loot and that's a really good thing for me because it ties into something that i'm worried about about sea of thieves which is the pvp and people just like griefing because essentially because there's no progression and there's like no real way to get more powerful um you can do the thing where you're just doing all the quests and you're doing all the so you're leveling up your reputation and mm -hmm. you're doing the skill forts and you're exploring and you're doing whatever else that the game has for you to reach this pirate legend there's going to be a ton of people who are just out there sailing around in their boats just looking for people Jacking. to sink yeah yeah just robbing people yeah and i don't know how often like it depends how often that's going to happen and how often you're going to get griefed or trolled um to whether so that could be a problem what I've been reading is it's around a 30-minute random encounter with the next people. Around around 30 minutes is where it's at right now. There is no safe zone, so there is nowhere that is safe, which 
which makes perfect sense in a pirate game. I'm sorry. That, that I see a 100%. lot of people upset with that. But I'm like, that makes perfect sense. I'm sorry. Just because you got to an island does not mean it's safe. It ain't safe until you return it to the merchant, yeah. which I kind I mean, of like that. If it, if it was safe when you got onto the island, that would remove a part of the game that's actually really cool. <laughs> like... Yeah, 100%. 100%. I just, uh, I don't know, gal. I'm, I'm super worried. I really am. I guess I'm less worried, but I mean, I suppose it does just boil down to the way in which we play these games, where you want the you want the carrot on the end of the stick, and I'm just kind of in it for the experience of playing the game. So, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail dot com. Email them, please. Do you need the carrot at the end of the stick, um, or are you absolutely fine with just? This sounds really weird when I say it like this, but just having fun. Which, I don't mean it like that. No, I get what you mean. It's like, because I'm all down for having fun, but I just want something to show for that. It's really hard. You want to be rewarded as well. Do you know what? I feel like I'm like a selfish child right now. And I'm like, the fun's not enough. I need something more. I need something to show for all my fun. Well, it's part of the fun for you, though, right? Like, is what you're basically trying to get to. It's like it's not. It's like it's not. You're not saying you're not having fun, but the, for the complete fun experience, I need the gear. The game's got to be good, but also you've got to get the reward. The reward at the end of it, yeah. 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 Like yeah, hitting a new level in Call of Duty when you play and stuff like that. Exactly. It's like maybe the game pans out and I'm totally wrong, and I can come on this podcast and say I'm sorry, but. Yeah, there's a few more pieces to hit on there. CFUs is packed with cosmetic items, buying new items, outfits. is a big part of the game. Progression does not stop at Pirate Legends. Once the first major update, Rare plans to add CFUs CFUs, uh, after it comes out in March is a goal to become a legendary captain. That makes sense. um, Just more progression, which is awesome. That's enough CFUs, Gary. No, we're not doing the Sea of Thieves cast this. No, no. Uh, I'm working on trying to get a Sea of Thieves guest on, though, for when the game does drop. Interesting. Yes. Um, Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yes! And you're getting out Do you you know what? I'm tempted to do a t-shirt, which is just interesting, interesting, interesting. I'm just You should. You definitely should. Um, Do you want to take this next one? Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed... Ubisoft concentrating on origins rather than a new game. And as the story goes, Ubisoft is concentrating at the moment on Assassin's Creed Origins rather than a new entry in the once annual franchise. Replying to an earnings call question asking if the series would return to a new game a year release schedule, Ubisoft CEO Eve Gilmore said, We are concentrating at the moment on ACO for which we are going to launch a few other DLCs. So you'll be amazed by what will come on ACO. That's the only thing we can say now. Gilmore went into some depth about the success of Origins, explaining that it is, quote, is on track to almost double players' playtime versus prior Assassin's Creed titles. Ubisoft executive director Alan Alan Core called it, the quote, the successful comeback of the Assassin's Creed franchise. The company clearly puts the success of Assassin's Creed down to slowing down production on the whole. As Gimor, there's another quote from Gimor here which says, uh, With more time to polish our games, we have been able to release three high-quality titles since August. We have fully embraced the significant increase in resources required to develop even bigger games. It seems the company's general push towards earning money through service games such as The Division and Rainbow Six Siege has allowed for more polish in more self-contained games such as Origins. 
interesting. Interesting. I'm, I'm, interesting. Yeah, I'm not trying to put it out of there. It's like legitimately. Um, it, they would have been crazy to go back to an annual thing. They're doing the right thing. Come on. When you have the, in my opinion, you have the successor of Assassin's Creed Origins, which is, in my opinion, again, the best Assassin's Creed game there is. Why would you take 10 st- steps forward and then take 20 steps back? Obviously, do not do not analyze this. Do not take the time. They, they must have learned this. Ubisoft are killing it right now when it comes to to certain aspects. Like, they must have learned, right? Yeah, I think they did. I think they learned after Unity. I think even with Syndicate, I think Syndicate's release was just a case of, shit, we've already got this one in development. Let's just release it and then take a break, hit pause and do all this stuff about polish and taking time. I think it's more a case of they were just totally honest, which was, well, stop making them when you stop buying them. (laughs) Oh, you stop buying them, we're going to stop making them. Which I kind of respect the honesty. Um, in all honesty, uh, which is, why would you stop making something? Why would anybody stop making it if people are still buying it? If you're still making money, 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 it just—I don't know. It just—I like this quote. I love everything about this. Assassin's Creed Origins still a great game. The little updates they have done to the game are fantastic. I still want to get the season pass, but I still begrudge buying season passes for full price because I'm a cheapskate, and I'll wait for it to go on sale to about half price before I pick it up. That's fair. I can't wait to watch you play the DLCs. (laughs) Appreciate it. Um, Next story is Bandai Namco. Not a company that I play play many games apart from Pac-Man. But Bandai Namco is aggressively creating new original IP. Uh, Bandai Namco Future Plans increase aggressively creating new IP, uh, original IP, sorry. Uh, in the company's Q3 financial report, it announced the creation of a new IP creative unit, uh, creation unit, sorry, which will sit alongside divisions for toys, video games, and music, amusements, and games. The unit will invest aggressively in IP creation and won't just focus on video games. But... Obviously, it will focus on video games as well as. But at um, least. Just honestly, this is amazing. Uh, obviously, they've, they're working on uh, Code Vein right now, which is their newest IP oh, they're putting out. Um, there's rumors that there could be a new Ridge Racer 8 coming. Um, and obviously, doesn't matter to this podcast, but they're working on Metroid Prime 4 um, for Switch. Um, so, just a little bit of news there. Uh, um, aggressively Rockles. looking forward to them aggressively making new new IPs. That's where it's all at at the end of the day. Is new IP. That's what we need. That's what we've been begging for. That's what we just hope for day in day out. Um, I can't wait. So just keep doing your thing, uh, Bandai. Uh, apart from you don't return my emails, but apart from that, just keep doing your thing. Gary, fix. Have you got an iOS device? No. Have you got an Android device? Yes. Then this is the news for you. Starting today, you can use your iOS and Android device, a mobile device, to start doing voice chat on Xbox Live Party. Woo! So for those who are who are scrubs and still use Xbox Live Party, you shouldn't. You should be using Discord. But if you do still use this, then there you go. Congratulations. Let me just tell you right now. If you're downloading this app, just go download Discord, please, and make an account 
and uh, we will talk you through it because people get super intimidated by discord don't be we will talk you through it we will get you in discord is amazing please use discord i beg of you fix managed to talk me through discord so you can talk anyone through it it's discord is amazing discord is the best voice um party mode type situation especially for a streamer anyway because you can lock channels and you can drag people in you can kick people out you can adjust all their volumes on the fly you don't have to, the xbox app is still good don't get me wrong but you can't adjust people's volumes if they're too low or too high or you can hear them eating food which is really frustrating and there's um, always one person who echoes dude i can't let me tell you if you've got an echo in mic you're not playing with me anymore i'm done with it I'm done with it. And do what makes me laugh the most, though, Gary. I'm going to go off on a little one. Go for it. Which is, I'm streaming. Yeah? And I go, well, it's not echoing for me. Oh, I'm sorry. The rest of the stream and everybody else, me included, has to put up with your echo because you can't hear it. And it's not your problem. No. Fuck you, guy. Fuck you. So if you've got an echo mic, fuck you. All right? I feel like that was fair. And even heard it. <laughs> No, I agree, 100%. <laughs> uh, do you want to take this next one about one of the best games of last year? Uh, the I might, You're just making me talk about all your favourite games from last year. I am. <laughs> you bastard. The Evil Within 2 first-person mode now available. Right after the Evil Within 2 launched, Inquisitive fans discovered something. A first-person mode that was limited to a specific part of the game's story could be, with some finagling, extended to other areas of the game. The community began clamouring for this feature to be officially extended to the rest of the game, and the development team at Tango Gameworks has listened. The entirety of The Evil Within 2 can now be played in first person on PS4, Xbox One, and PC in a free update. Uh, blah, blah, free, uh, oh. Yeah, a yeah, free blah, trial blah. happening, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know what? When I read this, because I read this uh, yesterday, um, it kind of made me want to pick Evil Within 2 up again and try it in first person, because uh, quite a few of the problems I have with Evil Within 2 was the gameplay okay and i feel like if i'm in first person that could potentially fix some of them so i'd be really interested to try that out again interesting but that is the thing that would get you in for me this is does nothing i prefer third person games anyway what would get me in is a vr mode and now they've added this surely a vr mode's on the way oh my god (laughs) maybe i'll hold off (laughs) maybe i'll hold off you've got to assume right Uh, that that makes so much sense yeah, yeah, especially definitely. with especially with how well Resident Evil 7's done. Um I'm sure don't get me wrong, it's not like as easy as Flip, control yeah. save, but a flipping the switch, yeah. But I'm sure that it's easier now they have it in first person. Hundred percent. So I'd be interested to see how that does. Uh but we'll see if it happens. Uh just a couple of little bits and bobs here added on at the end, which is Mafia 2 is now officially backwards compatible uh and it is 75% off. Uh in the wake of this, we're just gonna add it on a little bit. We haven't actually got it written down here. Obviously, our thoughts go out to anybody who was hit in the layoffs um of the team who worked on Mafia 3. Um unfortunately, uh our thoughts do go out to you. I hope you will get new jobs. Uh, the game wasn't that good though, and I apologize. I don't know why I'm apologising for you guys making a bad game, but it wasn't good. Yeah. Sorry. For Honor has hit 7.5 million players and has over 1 million unique monthly active users. Gary, are you one of those? No. No, I'm not. I played the game at launch thinking it was going to be my next fucking 
like compulsive multiplayer game because everything about it looked awesome and then it the servers were terrible and the there was no balance in the gear progression system and i just kept getting destroyed by people who spent money and i just gave up on it i can't believe it has a million <laughs> concurrent active users me either but ubisoft keep killing it bro they just keep on killing it which more power to you yeah man more power to you if you're enjoying it good for you i still have the game because uh, i got it digitally and um I haven't played it since launch year. Same where it's just like, oh, nah. I'm played good. it, reviewed it, bounced. Never yeah. looked back. And last but not least, finally, South Park The Stick of Truth is now available for Xbox One. Uh, South Park The Stick of Truth is now available as a standalone retail um, and digital release uh, for the Xbox One. The RPG is now available as a standalone, blah, 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 blah. Yes. If you haven't played The Stick of Truth, you're missing out. It's so play hard. that one before you play uh, The Fractured Butthole. I actually think the first game is better than the second. So 100%. definitely worth playing. Uh, games with gold this month. You have Shadow Warrior from February 1st to February 28th. Uh, you have missed... Oh no. You can get Assassin's Creed Chronicles India from February 16th to March 15th. Uh, you've missed Split Second. I missed it. And I talk about it each week. I'm a scrub. You but missed now it. you can get. I missed it, yeah. Wow. Um, and now you can get Crazy Taxi from February 16th to February 28th. Let's jump into Fix a Sack. Fix a Sack is where you email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, concerns, things that are on your mind, uh, suggestions for the show, whatever it may be. And this one says, How do you fix and whoever fix found last minute to cover thanks didn't find anyone last minute it was gary god damn it uh, what games have people convinced you to play and ended up that you've ended up loving uh, and on the opposite side what games did people pressure you to play that you didn't want and you didn't like for me i was uh admitted that the overwatch would just be another jumpy jumpy shooty shooty kevin tarney 19 ongoing but i was surprised to enjoy different heroes in different plays on the flip side of that everyone told me to play smite and i hated it kept getting my ass handed to me every game and felt no connection now that i have sent you mail you guys apparently have to send me mail or we're both we are boycotting fix this sack <laughs> from tech Thank you, Tech, for the email. Um, Gary, one game that people have convinced you to play and you've been like, oh my god, this is amazing. Do you have one that that sits in your mind? Yeah, but it's a long, it's an old one. But uh, yeah, help. it was Final Fantasy VII, uh, of all things. One of my most favorite games of all time. Um, I bought that game on release day, mm -hmm. um, played it for a couple of hours, hated it. So went, traded it in and bought XCOM, I think. Um, but like... If you remember, the PlayStation did uh, Platinum back yeah. in the day where it was like 20 quid for a game. Mm -hmm. um, and when it went to Platinum, fucking everybody was telling me to play it. Like, everybody I knew who had PlayStations was like, you got to play Final Fantasy. you got to play Final Fantasy. It's like, fine, I'll play Final Fantasy. I don't know what it was between, like, I think it was like a year and a half or whatever, but I loved it. <laughs> and if Anything I hadn't been peer pressured, I wouldn't have bought it. Never have played I would it. never have played it. Um, I'm going to go with Borderlands. Uh, I remember Borderlands 1 being a game when it got shown and stuff, and I was like, that does not look like a game for me. I didn't like the art style. I didn't see the appeal, like the humor in the trailers and stuff. I mean, like, no, no, thank you. I remember I got with Hayley, 
her brother had it. He had one and two. And he was like, I remember the first time I went there, he had Hayes Brothers was a madman back then. And he that's who my game share is, thankfully. But he bought everything. So I went in his room for the first time ever meeting him. He's like, come upstairs, check out this. And he's playing Football Manager. I love Football Manager. And he has just got 360 games everywhere. Nice. And I remember going, oh my God, we're going to be best friends for life. <laughs> and I remember I went there for the first time and he lent me about 12 games. And he handed me Far Cry 3, which I'd never played. Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2. Um, well, no, Borderlands 2 wasn't that, that's a lie. No, it, might, it must have been. I don't remember, damn it. Borderlands 1, definitely. And I remember playing it through with Haley, split screen, and being like, this game is fantastic. I should have played this way sooner. Uh, I enjoyed the humour, I enjoyed the art style, I enjoyed everything about borderlands one um just a super fantastic game um on the flip side of that i would say bad games that i disliked do you have one that comes to your mind gary or um not especially no um i guess the kill zone story i told earlier probably is pretty close um where i heard kill zone was amazing and then when i finally played it it was the ship one on ps4 yeah yeah, I've got I've got a couple. Uh, which number one? Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> um, Saga continues. Kind of funny. The kind of funny community dicked me on that one because I remember watching live streams and be like, "This looks fun. Mm. This looks fun. This is enjoyable." It wasn't. It wasn't enjoyable, and it's not fun. Do not buy Friday the Thirteenth for the game. I'm sorry. Um, and on the flip side of that one, again, uh, Watch Dogs. The first Watch Dogs game. I bought into the hype. Oh, People no. said how fantastic it was. I remember sending Haley out to go buy it. She bought it from game. I gave her £40 to go buy it. She come back and said the game was £55. I was pissed about that, first of all. And then I played the game, and the game was atrocious, in my opinion. Not a good game. Not um, a good game. It's a shame we didn't know each other back then. I could have warned you. Yeah, tell me about it. I wish you would have. Um... Yeah, th- those are the first two that come to mind. Um... Daughter 2. Daughter 2. I a tried dad? playing Daughter 2. It's not bad. I just hated it. <laughs> and uh, like that was one of those where it's like everybody's like, it's Daughter and League. So I was like, fine, I'm going to try it. A MOBA for the first time ever. And I tried it. And I was playing it with a bunch of my friends and one person who kind of who knew what they were doing. And when we took it online, we played a few practice matches, got used to it. We took it online, and we could the got the other team got us pinned into our spawn zone. And there you go, that's the game. Yeah, I've got a couple more. Um, now thinking about it, if I'm being serious, um, another one which would have been Shovel Knight. I don't think Shovel Knight is a bad game. Of course, I think it's actually quite a good game, but it's not a good game to me. Breaking my and heart, but... I know, I know. To be fair, I find it with a lot of these smaller games, which is the, the gaming industry as a whole comes together. It's like, this is amazing. This is fantastic. Oh my God, oh my God. Tens, tens, this, that, the other. Good, da, 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 da. And then I get to it. I had the same thing with Limbo, where I just don't see the appeal. Again, played Inside, really enjoyed Inside, but hmm. Limbo didn't work with me. Shovel Knight didn't work with me. Um, it's funny because I was when you said Limbo, I was about to say Inside. I had that experience with Inside. Inside was a good game, a very good game. It's not 
to me personally, it's not this crazy, amazing, ten out of ten spectacular game to me personally. Um, other than that, I would have to really dig deep in my brain and try and think. Yeah, it sounds like um, the kind of thing we should really prepare, pre-prepare for. Yeah, well, this okay. Let's say it like this: my Xbox and me podcast at gmail dot com. Why don't you email in? Tell us what your favorite and least favorite suggestions from me. Do not not just me personally, but if I if other people have swayed you in a way that you're just like, no, this is bad. If anybody emails in saying Quantum Break, they will be banned uh, from this stream altogether. Uh, this is a, a channel, so I can't ban you from the stream. But still, shut up, <laughs> fixer. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that is, those are the few that come to my head. Those are the few. Anything else, Gary, on yours? Or are you good? No, I think I'm good. Cool. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it then, shall we? Uh, what you got to plug this week, my friend? YouTube.com slash Words is about games UK, where um, next Tuesday, episode 99 of our podcast, which means that the following Tuesday, it's episode 100. So don't worry about this week. Don't worry, worry about, about this week. week. Worry about next week. But Go we're going to be... Um, none of the guys know this yet, but from episode 100 onwards, we're going to be live streaming the podcast on Twitch. So I thought I'd better get the word out. Smart. Smart. Uh, anything else? No, that'll do. Cool. That's uh, for me. You can hit me up on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash mcfixer. I am 50 people away from 2,000 followers, um, which... Does that mean anything? No. But would I like to hit 2,000? Yes. Um, does that mean I get 2,000? Do does that mean I even get 100 people watching? No. no. But <laughs> but I would love it if you could go over to uh, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Maybe hit the subscribe button. Maybe not. Uh, maybe just check out and hit that follow button. I'd appreciate it. Uh, Gary, until next week, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Mwah. Bye-bye.